Show me your power. Last me and more of you is what I need. I want Less of me.
are back. And uh, again, that was the uh, Selah moment. I Need Your Glory by Ernest Pugh. And, um, you know, I got to say my good mornings. Um, definitely good morning to Daddy, Edward Kennel Sr. down in Dawson, Georgia. Good morning to my brother Edward and his lovely wife, Veronica. Good morning to the collective. I've only heard from one. But uh, <laughs> and that is Angela Verdina King out of Brooklyn, New York. So uh, I'm sending a shout out to Wanda and Carmelia here in Georgia. Sisters, where y'all at? Nah, you you know the deal. Uh, I want to say good morning also to Shakita Oliver. I love you, girl. <laughs> and um, I also want to say good morning to Aunt Barbara and Uncle Johnny. I don't know if they've gone on vacation yet. They always cruising or tripping somewhere. But good morning to you both over in Fabron, Georgia. And good morning to my Aunt Brenda Benton down in Jacksonville, Florida. I love you, Auntie. Um, and to my listeners, thank you so very much for tuning in to Spiritual Situations and uh, and also just tuning in and staying locked in to Spiritual Fortitude as well. I don't take it for granted. But now let me get to my guest. Oh, man. I'm excited. I'm going to try to get through this bio so I can get to her. Apostle Elsie Bridges Williams was raised a Muslim. She attended the University of Islam. She was excommunicated from the school because she was pregnant out of wedlock. She went into a world of sin. And uh, after 10 years, she received the Lord Jesus Christ. She joined the first Christian church on the south side of Chicago under the leadership of Pastor Charles Imley. Is that right? Emily. Emla. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, she attended this ministry for years, then called God. They don't, no, no, I'm sorry. Then God called her to further in her education at the School of Ministry of Christ Bible Center located in Chicago under E.R. Allen. After graduation, God called her into ministry in 1981 as an evangelist with the gift of the prophetic on her life. In 1988, the Lord called her to pastor over the ministry of Miracle Temple, known for the slogan, A Church of Action, where Jesus was the attraction. She continued to evangelize in various places of the world, operating under the anointing while miracles, signs, and wonders were seen. The Lord has called her to be a kingdom builder, strengthening and teaching the body of Christ. In 1988, she was consecrated as an apostle, which led her to pastor Shabak International Ministry. She has ministered in England, Jamaica, Mexico, Canada, and 25 states within the United States. She has received several honorary doctorate degrees. Apostle Williams has received the Humanitarian Presidential Award as a result of her heart being for leadership toward preparing others to walk in their purpose. Amen. She is sought after for the uniqueness of her ministry of the word and operation of her gifts. Her favorite saying is, to God be the glory. After being a single mother for nearly 30 years, God gave her a wonderful husband, a man after God's own heart. Prophet Willie Williams faithfully stands by her side like he is today while supporting the vision that God has given her. They are an anointed and unified team. She is the overseer of Shabak Ministry in Georgia, Washington, D.C., Chicago, 
and Alabama. Her desire is to see God's people fulfill their purpose for God. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you Apostle Elsie Bridges Williams. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you so much. Amen. I am uh, elated to just have you here. Um, it is an honor. Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. Now, your your background is, is very diverse, Apostle Williams. Um, how was that, first and foremost, the transition in your life, coming from a background of being raised as a Muslim and then receiving Jesus? How was that for you? Well, it was a transition, that's for sure. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> it was truly a transition. What happened was at home, you're raised by your parents. Right. You do whatever they say do. Absolutely. So that's what I did. Yes, ma'am. Well, when I got pregnant out of wedlock, I didn't put all of this in the, in the bio because I was just going through something quickly. Yes, ma'am. But when I got pregnant out of wedlock, the Muslims did excommunicate me wow. for one to five year. I had a one to five year sentence of being excommunicated. Wow. And so while I was out there, mm-hmm. I got pregnant with a second baby. Okay. So then, because Islam was all I knew, mm-hmm. I didn't know nothing about Christianity, and I taught, I was taught everything different about Christianity. Yes, ma'am. So what I thought when I got pregnant with the second baby, I thought, oh, I messed up. I messed up. I need to go back to the temple. I need to get back in the mosque. Yes, that's ma'am. what. That's what's wrong. Oh wow. And so we went back. I went. I got with my mother. And I said, I want to go back to the temple. I said, because my life, I'd have messed it up. Oh my God. So we got with all of the chief officials and all of them, and they said, we had a meeting at my mother's house. They came over. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, well, I want to come back. You know, I realized I messed up, and I want to get back in the temple. Yes, ma'am. And they said, well, Sister Elsie, you had two babies. You got to stay out your five-year time. What? The, yes. And I said, I was... It was like I was stunned because I didn't know anything else mm. but that. Yes, ma'am. So I'm like, and they said, you got to wait your five years. You know, God's got a plan for your life. That was God's plan for them to kick me out so he could take me in. Yes, ma'am. So what happened, that thing pierced me. I felt the rejection, oh, the hurt like I had never imagined yes, ma'am. could be not understand the spiritual things of life. Mm-hmm. But I felt this is the only thing I know. This is the only religion I know. Yes, this is the only God I know. And how am I going to pray? So what happened? When that happened, they rejected me. I got hard. And I didn't care. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to do everything they told me not, not to, to do. do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drink. I'm going to party. I'm going to smile. I got it in. <laughs> I mean, I got it in. In. Yes, and so after getting it in for 10 years, I was tired. Oh. <laughs> Look, I was tired of mm-hmm. sinning. Do you hear me? Yes, ma'am. A lot of folks say they enjoy <laughs> sin. I'm going to tell you all. You you bless you. Bless your heart. I couldn't do it. Yes, I was tired. And I had a girlfriend. This is the thing that's so amazing. Mm-hmm. I had a girlfriend. We were homies, as we say. Uh-huh. And we did all our dirt together. Uh-huh. And so she told me one night, she said, Elsie, you got to go to church with me. Mm. And I'm like, why am I going to church with you? Mm-hmm. 
She said, I said, I don't want to go to church because I've been taught against Christianity. Yes, ma'am. And I'm like, I'm not going to church. And she said, girl, I'm going with the Reb, mm. and he going to preach, and you got to hear this evening's sermon. Yes, ma'am. And I'm like, we're doing the same thing. <laughs> you living in sin, I'm living in sin, you in the church, and you want me to go to church. <laughs> so that was where I was at with yes, that. And so she kept pressing me. She kept pressing and she said, girl, you got to go. You got to hear Reb. She said, that evening message is awesome. And Reb was married. Do you hear me? Wow. So that's why I was having mm-hmm. issues. Yes, ma'am. So anyway, I went. And I said, and this was the condition I went to church at. Mm. I said, I'll go. Her cousin owned the club. I said, but after church, we got to go to your cousin's <laughs> club. Because I know I need a drink. <laughs> I'm going to need something, girl. So... Yes, We went to church, and the pastor preached. And I want to say to you all, I don't care who's bringing the word. Yes. The word of God is right. Yes, ma'am. The word of God is true. Mm -hmm. The word of God is just what it is. The word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. Yes. It pierces, it cuts, it separates. Yes, ma'am. And that night, that man in the state that he was in, Mm -hmm. he brought the word of God that changed my life. And the word was creating me. A clean heart, O oh Lord, mm. and renew Ishandobaha, yes, a right spirit within me. Amen. And I'm sitting there saying, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I began to feel something going on the inside of me yes, that I had never felt. Yes, that empty place that I had felt, it began to get soothed. I began to get complete. And the Ooh. more he poured the word out, he said, if you're not a bad person, Ask God to make you a better person. Mm. If you know you're not where you need to be. And he just went down the line. And I said, well, my God, (laughs) this is something here. I'm finding something that I didn't feel as being a Muslim. I felt a full uh, fulfillment that I didn't have. So anyway, I got that. And it sent me to seek in the Lord. That word Mm -hmm. created me a clean heart. And that was the transition. And what happened? I ended up, this is, I have to say this. Mm -hmm. At the time, I was a Muslim. They were teaching us that the white man was the blue-eyed devil, right? Yes, ma'am. How about I end up in a white man's church getting saved? (laughs) (laughs) I was at one of our W. Shambach's meeting. Yes, ma'am. And it was another pastor. Pastor Emler was there. Uh And Pastor Emler was white. And I remember he made the altar call. Remember, I don't know nothing about Christianity. Right. But I'm sitting there, and he said, Lord, he said, perhaps there's one there, one here today that have made a mess of their life, and uh-huh. they want to give you a chance. And they went on. he went on to say, he said, and Lord, he said, maybe now they realize they need some help. And I was sitting there saying, and the devil was saying, this is a white man. Mm. Over here on the south side of Chicago, mm-hmm. with all these black men, black mm-hmm. people, he don't mean them any good. Wow. I'm not going up there, and so that's what was going on in my mind. Yes, ma'am. And I heard the voice of the Lord say, "It doesn't matter." Yes. He said, "It's me." Amen. He said, "Today is your day. Amen. Go up there." And then this is what the preacher said that I'll never forget. This mm-hmm. he said, "Lord, let them forget about the messenger." Yes. And remember the message. Amen. I said, he talking to me. Mm. How does man know what I'm thinking? (laughs) And I went up and gave my heart to the Lord. And about 
three weeks later, I saw everybody running around speaking in tongues and people doing different stuff. And they looked happy. They looked content. They looked peaceful. And, of course, in a world of sin, you don't have no peace. I don't care how good you look, Mm -mm. how much money you got. Mm -mm. At the end of the day, when you're laying down in that bed, Mm -hmm. your mind is going on, something is missing in my life. And I don't know what it is. And I felt that. I didn't feel no more emptiness. I felt free. And I wanted to feel what they felt. And I went up and I said, and I told my girlfriend, because she had taken me there. Mm -hmm. And I said, I want what they have. I didn't know it was the Holy Spirit. Yes, ma'am. She said, oh, they're filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, go up there let Brother Emily pray for you. Mm. I went up there. He prayed for me. I got filled with the Holy Ghost. That day, it was three weeks after being saved, Mm -hmm. and that was in January of 1976. Wow. And after that, getting filled with the Holy Ghost, God just took me down a path. Mm. And here it is, forty some years later, and I'm still on that path. Come on, Jesus! And I want to be on that path. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Amen. The Amen. Lord, as you said, I was sitting in the, in the ministry and went to school of ministry, mm-hmm. and I began to evangelize. I've always been an evangelist. Yes, I love ma'am. to go. Yes, ma'am. I, I mean, from a little kid, I just like evangelizing. Yes, ma'am. And I began to travel and preach and teach after being trained and being submitted and set. And in 2010. After traveling and seeing miracles and God healing people, I got sick. Wow. My kidneys, I went into kidney failure. My God. 2010, I was 60 years old then. Yes, ma'am. And I was single. Mm -hmm. And I forgot to add that early on, I had been in a couple of bad marriages, Mm -hmm. and they didn't work because I chose God, so they didn't work. So I just went on and stayed single. Yes, ma'am. I'm just going to do what God would have me to do. Amen. So when the kidneys went out, mm-hmm. that took me off the road. I had been pastoring, and I was like, I got too weak. I was just too sick to do it, and I didn't have anyone to carry on. Yes, so what I did, I gave up the church. I had a church. I had. I was pastoring. Mm-hmm. And what I did, I just said, well, I'll just minister as I feel like it, strength-wise, health-wise. Yes, and I did, and I would do some ministry. Mm-hmm. And my body, for about nine years, I was on dialysis. Oh God. And I was going through, I think I went through about 13 to 15 operations, really? the side effects from all of that. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And there was one time the dialysis machine caused my parathyroid gland to produce too much calcium in my body, which that is what the parathyroid gland does. Yes, ma'am. And it overproduced, and it came out and burned my legs. And my legs was burned so bad, I had to go to the burn unit to get my legs debreeded. And this would go on for about seven or eight months. The pain was so excruciating, and I was just crying. Lord, I'm tired of hurting. And I've always been an upbeat person. Yes, ma'am. But with all that pain... When you are in a lot of pain, you don't feel like praising God and doing nothing else sometimes. Mm-hmm. You have to force a praise out. <laughs> you, let's just be real. Yes, you got to force it. And it was like and one of the texts at the uh, dialysis center, he said, Miss Bridges, I, I'll be glad when you get back because I miss your smile. And everybody would say, how you doing, Miss Bridges? Mm-hmm. How you doing? I said, I'm tired. My legs, my legs, my legs. I'm tired. Yes, I said, I was tired. 
And one day I was sitting at home crying about them legs, uh -huh. and it was a lot of pain. I mean, I wouldn't wish that pain on my worst enemy. My God. And what happened? I was sitting there crying about it one day. Yes, ma'am. And the Holy Ghost shook me. Mm. I mean, he shook me. He said, say what I say. I said, by your stripes, I'm healed. And then I started reminding myself and reminding him, you healed the woman with the issue of blood. Yes. And I said, and you healed the woman that was stooped over for 18 years. Yes. I said, and you throw the dead man's body over in the in the grave with Elijah's bones and the man came back yes. and by that time I'm like I got my help now I was saying God I thank you I was saying God I know that you're my healer I said and your word said you're a God that changed not you the same yesterday today and forever yes, and I just went on and I started saying the word and I thought oh yeah I was getting built up yes, and I was saying God but you said by your stripes I, I am healed I said I thank you for my healing Yes, I quit complaining. Yeah. I see God. That quickening in your spirit. It quickened in my spirit. Ooh. And I started feeling better. I started getting the healing. Yes, ma'am. And that was the first episode. Then mm -hmm. it was another episode in the next leg. My God. And I was like, God, what is this? Had to go through it all over again. And the pain was so excruciating this time. Uh -huh. I was like, God, I just can't do it. I would literally sit in one spot. I remember one day, I sit in one spot about 11 to 12 hours without getting up, going to the bathroom oh or anything. Because when I would stand up, the blood would rush down my legs. And it would hurt so bad uh -huh. until I couldn't bear the pain. And the only time I, if I had to get up... And see, with the kidneys going out, I wasn't able to go to the bathroom and urinate anyway. Yes, yes, so it was not a, you know, it wasn't an issue to sit there. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling you, that second time it was so unbearable. And I remember a woman of God called me to Chicago. Uh -huh. She said, Apostle, we need you to come to preach. And I said, I'm in pain. I can't come. Mm -hmm. She said, but we need you. Ooh. I said, I can't. I said, I'm sorry. I can't come. I said, I'm, I'm sick. I can't come. Yes, ma'am. And she said it again, but we need you. That was the third time. Yes. And I said, we can't come. I heard the Holy Ghost say, until your purpose override your pain, you cannot fulfill your destiny. Jesus. Go and do what I called you to do. Mm. And I say. God, but you don't understand. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't understand. Oh. <laughs> I had to remind. Right. God, <laughs> yeah. God, God didn't know. He, he didn't understand. And I said, I'm on pills. Yes, I'm high most of the time. Mm -hmm. I'm out here walking around high. I got this fentanyl patch. Yes, I'm taking Percocet. I'm taking oh, morphine. I'm saying, Are you telling me to go? He said, go. Yes, ma'am. I was on... And guess what? Taking all of that pain medication, yes, I still felt the pain, but it was bearable. Wow. The medication made it bearable, but it didn't go anywhere yes, because my legs looked like they were rotting away on the inside. Oh, I mean, it was just horrible. Mm -hmm. So I went on and did the meeting. Yes, I did. You went? Okay. I went. 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You when God tell you yeah, something you like that, what said, you yes, gonna ma'am. do? I'm gonna go. And I'm God go. and God graced me to do it. Amen. The people were so blessed. Amen. It was such an outpouring. And one of the times when I went, there was a woman that usually came to the meetings where I went. This was over in England. Yes, ma'am. And she usually came, but this time she didn't come. And I said, where is she at? They said, she's in the hospital. It doesn't look good. She was a pastor's wife. Yes, ma'am. And I said, tell them to get her to the meeting on Saturday night. Mm. Just get her there. Now I'm sick. Yes, ma'am. And I'm saying, tell them to get her to the meeting. They got out of the hospital, brought her to the meeting. Mm -hmm. And when this woman came in, I didn't hardly recognize her because she was so dark. The spirit of death was all over her. And the Holy Spirit told me when to go over and pray for her. Yes, ma'am. Went and prayed for that woman. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit healed her. Amen. That woman broke forth from being sick. She shouted all over the church. When she got up and shouted, everybody else was shouting. Yes, ma'am. And I said, God. This is what the enemy was trying to make me miss, mm-hmm. a miracle. The thing that I have learned, Dr. Kennel, is this. Yes, ma'am. You have to become selfless in this walk with God. Amen. It can never be about you. Yes, ma'am. God, are, God is not going to ask you to do something you can't do. That's true. And he did not ask me to do anything, although I was sick. Yes, ma'am. And here's the key. You've got to be willing to do it regardless to how you feel. Right. And if you're willing, he'll give you the grace to do it. Amen. And to see that thing come to pass, that woman, the whole church went up. You know, we shouted and danced for I don't know how long because they saw the condition she was in. Yes, ma'am. And it's things like that. And seeing God pour out his his glory Mm -hmm. and his anointing that heals folks that made me go on. Because earlier in my walk with God, mm-hmm. a woman of God told me, she said, you pray that your spirit will be married to the, that your, your soulish man and your spirit man will be married to one another and that your soulish man will submit to your spirit man. Amen. And when you become one and do what he say do, nothing else will be important. Woo. And that's what I did. My God. And I said, God is your will. Yes, that's ma'am. why I say, for his glory, to God be the glory. Amen. Amen. And that's and that's what went on. My God. <clears throat> and I went through some other things. Oh, we're gonna stick your pen right there, Apostle Williams, because I know that you have a lot more to share. We gotta get to the real good part. <laughs> but uh we're gonna go to the spiritual fortitude praise break. And today's song is Glorious by Martha Munizzi. Now, it's the Spiritual Fortitude Praise Break on 102.6, The Situation. Come on, make a joyful noise in this house. Make a joyful noise. Come on, make a joyful noise.
amen hallelujah that was the spiritual fortitude praise break glorious by martha munizzi that was a, a oldie but goldie that was my i think that came out like in the 90s um but yeah i love that song but the spiritual fortitude praise break ladies and gentlemen is sponsored by anointed aromas which is owned and operated by apostle lawanda peters good morning apostle peters Anointed Aromas provides organic hand-poured candles, specialty candles, anointed oil blends, and more. There are a wide variety of fragrances like Better Than Vicks, Fresh Linen, Head Ease, Nag Champa, Citronella, Strawberry Lemonade, Frankincense and Myrrh, and Blueberry Lemonade, to name a few. Order yours today at LawandaPeters.com forward slash shop. And I want to uh, congratulate my friend john porter he uh, has rescheduled um his workshop on the 12 p's of dating and it is now scheduled for august the 24th i hope i got that date right i'm sorry john if i got it wrong but <laughs> but i think it's the 24th and uh i am the moderator so i better make sure i got that date right but uh, if you um, check him out on all social media platforms, John Porter, you'll be able to find uh, the link to register. So please, 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 all singles, please tune in to that. I promise you it will bless your spirit. And you know I cannot have a day without mentioning Community Concerns Incorporated. I didn't know that... Um, that uh community concerns inc did as much as they do but i'm learning more and more um as one of the new board members i'm learning more and more about it and and it truly truly has painted a picture that i didn't know um was going on right here in the city of atlanta but community concerns inc is an agency committed to assisting the homeless and the working poor um, through their housing program, CCI is ending the nightmare of homelessness for some of the most in-need citizens of Atlanta. Housing is provided at Odyssey Villas, which consists of 32 apartment units with two, three, or four bedrooms for families transitioning from homelessness. And they're some of the sweetest people. I had a chance to meet um, a lot of the tenants, and, and they're just beautiful people, um, just trying to make it like we all are. And um, that, that blessed me to be able to talk with them uh, like I did. Odyssey Oasis is um, also a part of um, the agency. And that's three standalone houses that can be shared by single working women. And there's also a resource center that is used to distribute groceries, clothing, and household goods to those in need. So our annual fundraising drive is coming up soon. I will have information about that. Um, probably... At the beginning of September, I have that for everybody. So um, listen in for that. But uh, if you want to uh, get more information about the agency, you can go to www.communityconcernsinc.com. Um, if you want to volunteer in any way, reach out on that website. Um, if you want to uh, give, you can donate uh, via the website as well. Or you can go to Givelify and look for Community Concerns, Inc. and donate there. Um, you can go to PayPal, which is donate at communityconcernsinc.com. Or you can mail a check or money order to Community Concerns, Incorporated at P.O. Box 4185, Atlanta, Georgia, 30302. Now, let me get back to my guest, 
Apostle Elsie Williams. Listen now. What <laughs> if you missed the first half, you're gonna have to just listen to the replay because it was a blessing to hear her testimony um about her experience of coming into Christianity and even with that being called into ministry and how that's been for her. So we stuck a pen in um with her operating in her appointed gift and we're going to continue the story now so apostle williams you uh you so you started operating and delivering the word of god um to to the people even with you being sick yes and that taught you to be selfless in your walk yes and doing the things of god and once he reminded you about that you went and did what you were supposed to do and not only now I know with you walking in that the way that you did, there was a blessing on your life and you were healed as well. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It was so what happened with being on the dialysis and continue to do the work, mm-hmm. my body was breaking down. And I began to cry out to God. I said, God, I said, I'm getting older, my body getting sick. I said, I need somebody to take care of me now. Mm -hmm. I need some help. I need help. And I wasn't married. I was single. Yes, ma'am. So um, the Lord told me one day to sow a seed. He said, I want you to sow a seed, a $1,000 seed, into a certain ministry. Mm. And this is something God did with me. Everybody don't have to do this. I'm just saying that was just where I was at. Amen. That's what he wanted me to do. Amen. And he says, I want you to sow this uh, $1,000 seed. I'll tell you when and where. And he said, tell me three things you want. And I said, first thing, I want a godly husband. Amen. I need a kidney. Mm-hmm. And I want a new car. Amen. I said, now you already know about this, the, the ministry stuff that I want. I said, so that's always a first for me. Ministry is number one for me. Yes, ma'am. I said, but these are the other things I want. Uh-huh. And I sold the seed. I sold the seed on... June the 15th, 2018. Mm-hmm. I was 68 years old then. My 68. God. I sold it on 2000. I sold the seed June the 18th. I mean, June the 15th. Okay. Because that was tax deadline day. That's yes, how I ma'am. remember. <laughs> and I had been talking to my husband on the phone as a uh, friend. Yes, ma'am. For some years. I had been knowing him and his wife. He was previously married. Yes, ma'am. Him and his wife and I, we were all friends mm-hmm. and everything. And she died suddenly. My God. And when she died, um, I was their overseer. I was their spiritual covering. Yes, ma'am. And I I was sick. As a matter of fact, I was in the hospital, had operation then. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even go to her funeral. Yes, ma'am. So I was communicating over the phone. They were in Chicago, and I was here. Yes, ma'am. And so I told him, I said, I can't come, but I'll do whatever I need to do from here. Right. And that's what, that's what happened. So after a few weeks after she died, he said, Apostle, I need a wife. I got to be married. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, you got to wait. You know, mm-hmm. she just died. Give, you know, give yourself some time yes, to grieve and everything. Mm-hmm. And about two, about a month later, I was praying with him and mm-hmm. praying that he wouldn't get involved with the wrong person. Because right. you know how women come oh, after men yes. when oh, their yes. wives have died. Mm-hmm. And I was praying like a pastor would pray for a person Yes, ma'am. as an overseer. And so uh, I done sowed to seed. God told me to sow. Mm-hmm. And this was June. May the 19th, my husband called me up on the phone and he said, what about me and you? Wow. 
Wow. I said, what about me and you what? <laughs> and he said, being a couple. I rebuked him. You rebuked him? I told him the <laughs> devil is a lie. <laughs> How dare you? How Ooh. dare you come to me? I'm your apostle. Ooh. I'm your spiritual. Oh, I went there. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yes, I did. I went all the way. I mean, I'm Father God in the name of Jesus right now, Lord. I rebuke this spirit. This is a morning demon here. This man is lonely. Oh, I went. I blah, blah, blah. I went there. And so uh, he wasn't even moved. And so, I mean, he backed up off me. He didn't say anything. He just got quiet and he just let me have. He just let me be Elsie. Yes, ma'am. Be Elsie. That wasn't a possible. <laughs> that, that wasn't was a possible. That was Elsie. <laughs> he let me be Elsie. So he came to me again, and I did the same thing all over again. Wow. So then the next time I thought about it, I said, now, wait a minute. Why am I fighting this? Mm-hmm. And, and mind you, the damage that had been done to my body, I'm feeling like nobody wants me. I'm older. Mm-hmm. The damage from the from the uh, treatment. Yes, my hair is coming out. Mm-hmm. I got all these horrible scars on my leg. Yes, and I just looked a mess to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, who's going to want me? And I'm getting older and my body is broke down. Yes, ma'am. So this man came at me again. Third and, time. Yes. And so I said, wait a minute. Woo. All I knew, I said, why am I fighting? And I said, I know his life. I have been knowing him over 35 years. Yes, ma'am. I knew he was a man that loved his wife. Mm-hmm. He loved his children. Mm-hmm. He Everybody that knew him loved him. Yes, he ma'am. had a good report. Right. So it wasn't nothing bad. So I called him back, and I said, and I knew he was a man of God. Yes, ma'am. He was a prophet. I said, God, I said, what am I doing? So I went to him, and I said, sir, I said, prophet, mm-hmm. I haven't asked God anything. I've just rejected you. Mm-hmm. I said, I apologize. I am a woman of God. I know you're a man of God. Mm-hmm. I said, I've got to be careful how I handle you. Yes, I said, so here's what I'm going to do. Let me go pray. Let me go seek God to see what God is saying about this. Yes, and I sought the Lord. I just shut down. And on the third day, God spoke to me and said, this is my will mm-hmm. concerning your life. Yes, this is your husband. And I was like, Oh my God! So we got I, we got that clear. So I called him up uh-huh. and I told him I said, "Listen, I said God said you are my husband. My God. I said and I will marry you mm. because God said so. Yes, ma'am. I don't know you like that. I didn't know him like that. Yes, I just knew him as a brother in the church, mm-hmm. a brother in Christ. Right. And I said I I said but I'm gonna do it because I love God. Yes, ma'am. And that's gotta be something." God had given me such a love for him that mm-hmm. I would do anything for God. Yes, ma'am. Even marry a man that I didn't love. <laughs> and so I told my husband, I said, now I will marry you mm-hmm. because God said so. Amen. I said, but there are a couple of things. Number one, I'm not moving back to Chicago. Mm-hmm. He said, okay, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Number two, I said, I'm not raising any children. Mm-hmm. I'm 68 years old. Yes, ma'am. Him and his wife had raised 15 children, wow. and they had adopted eight, but the kids were all grown. Yes, ma'am. I said, I'm not raising any children. He said, you don't have to. Mm. I said, and number three, I will marry you. I said, but I would like to love you. You're going to have to win my heart. Mm. I said, because I want to wake up with the man that I love, laying in the bed where I want to know I love you. Yes, ma'am. And I said, so you're going to have to win my heart. And he said, that I can do. Mm. And I said, come on, Prophet William. <laughs> and, I t- ah. and, he won- and he won my heart. 
And since that time, we have been walking together in ministry. Yes, ma'am. We both have grown. He's there to support me. Mm-hmm. God gave me the kidney. I told you the three things yes. I want. Right after the husband, here comes the kidney. Come on, Jesus. And I had prayed, and I said, Lord, whenever I had a kidney transplant, I want to be married. Ooh. I want my husband there. He was there. And all of the complaints I had about my body, mm-hmm. I didn't like this and that scar. You know how, we, how picky we women are. Yes, ma'am. We are our worst critics. <laughs> this man didn't see none of that. He said all he saw was my heart. And that, and that's what the ocean. That's what makes me know yes. what love is. When a person can look past your exterior yes, and see ma'am. your interior, see, your see what's on the inside, what you're made yes, out of. Ma'am. And when somebody see that you really love God mm-hmm. and you really love them, and it's not even about looks. Right. And one thing I found out about ministry. God is putting ministries, marriages together for ministry. Yes, he is. And that's what he has done. Because my husband have enhanced me. Mm-hmm. I have enhanced him. Wow. God have blessed us. Yes. And we are growing mm. together in the things of God and growing in love with one another. Enjoying life together. Yes, it's just a wonderful thing. We, to have somebody to pray with you, yes. have somebody that has got, you know, if he looks and sees that I'm not feeling good, mm-hmm. he just immediately come and lay hands on me and start rebuking the devil. Amen. Tell me you're getting your hands off of my wife. No, you know, that's right. And things like that. And to just know that I want to say this. I know the time will be going. Mm-hmm. But when you make Jesus the head of your life. Yes, ma'am. There are rewards for serving him. Yes. And if you will just remain faithful, yes, ma'am. the good will come. It will come through every trial, every tri- every test. Who would have thought at 68 years old, yes, ma'am. I would have walked down the aisle. My mm. whole lifestyle have changed. Yes, ma'am. I went from uh, getting food stamps to being a veteran's wife, now mm. a military wife. Yes, ma'am. You understand what yes, I'm saying? Ma'am. Everything, my whole lifestyle have just changed. He's brought me into a whole nother financial realm Amen. with my husband. He's just changed things. And it's like I used to kind of struggle with some stuff. There is no struggle now. I can pick, choose, refuse. I can cook. I can eat. I can mm. go out to eat. I can order in. I can. We can do whatever. Yes, and it's all because we put God first. He said, your latter days would be your better days. Our latter days are our better days. We just have to decide where we want to go on a trip, when we can go on the trip. We Mm got to work it in our schedule. And God has healed me from the kidney, and I'm still getting my strength back. But now he's opening doors. I'm traveling again. I'm going out of town preaching and doing uh, right here locally. I'm talking about God. And when God gives you that mate that you desire, that he desires for you. Yes, ma'am. And what's happening is a lot of people are not accepting who God have for them. Right. They want him to be this, that, and the third. Yes, ma'am. But when you take who God have for you. Yes. I accepted who God had. And my life is complete. Amen. I had made a lot of bad decisions with relationships before. That's why I stayed single so long. Because I'm like, I'm not choosing another man. I'm going to let God give me the man he got. Because everyone I chose was not right. And I need to just say this one thing here. Yes, ma'am. 
and I said, in dealing with marriage, mm-hmm. God will never authorize a man to marry a woman that won't follow. Mm. And God will never authorize a woman to marry a man that won't leave. Mm. So we got one. The woman got to be willing to follow. Mm-hmm. And the man got to be willing to leave. Amen. Everybody's got to be in their spiritual place yes, ma'am. in order for the blessing to come. Amen. I need to say that a lot of women want to be married, mm-hmm. but they don't want to follow. Right. Ain't no man going to tell me what to do. And God forsake if they got children. And he's definitely not going to tell their children what to do. Listen, you got to rethink that thing. Yes, if you want to be married, mm-hmm. you got to do what the wife, what the words say. You've got to be willing to submit. Yes, ma'am. You've got to be able to follow. Why do women have a problem with that word, that S word, Apostle Williams? Why do they have a problem with the word submit? I think that a lot of women have a problem with it because they're used to, well, I'll say the reason I kind of had a problem with it was because I was used to, when you get single, you've mm-hmm. been single a long time, you're used to being in charge. Yes. And I was used to being in charge, so I'm like, wait a minute, is he going to stop me from doing this? And he going to tell me I can't do that? Oh, wait a minute. So I had to rethink it. Yes, ma'am. It wasn't until I was ready to say, Lord, I'm willing to follow. Mm-hmm. I, until I made up my mind, that's when I said I'm ready for a husband. Yes, ma'am. Because when you want to run things your way and do things your way, mm-hmm. you need to be by yourself. <laughs> so that's the problem. They're not willing to, they're not ready to uh, let go. Yes, that's ma'am. The, that would be a good word. Right. You got to let go when you get married. It can't be about you. And my husband had told me sometimes, he said, you're married now. I'm you still trying. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, uh, you know, because I, I told him in the beginning, I said, now you know I'm going to be a problem. So yes, you got to be patient with me. Yes, I said, because I've been single a long time. But I knew. I said, but as a woman of God, I know I've got to make some changes. Amen. And I, had, I was willing to make the change. And my husband is worth it me making the changes for because he pours that into me he really makes such a deposit into me to whatever i got to get up is give up what i have to give up Mm -hmm. is worth it because of what he pours into me right amen amen Woo! Mm, i told y'all wisdom at its finest I told y'all somebody's so tickled. <laughs> Amen. And I, I and, hope they learn something today. And you're not, and you're not too old. It right. doesn't matter. Right. As a matter of fact, we just we had a couple, a friend of mine. They just got married. They were 82 years 82. old. 82 years old. Just got married. They went to Savannah, Aww. and they showed pictures where they was on the boardwalk Aww, and everything. And they, so they said they're holding hands. They just is all giggly, giggly. <laughs> And, and when you are in Christ, God wants you to be happy. He does. But you've got to make yourself happy, too. Yes, ma'am. Your first happiness has to come with him. That is true. I was happy with the Lord. Amen. I was so content. It was one time I didn't want to share my life. Mm-hmm. I just wanted it to be me and God. Mm-hmm. But because I'm human, I found out later on I needed that. Yes, ma'am. But God kept me to himself till he put me in a place where I could share my life with Amen. somebody. And I just thank God that we are growing, as I said, and that uh, we're just going in the things of God. And we each day we sit up, me and my husband, we just lay in the bed and look up and say, God is good. 
Are we said, and then we say, are we really here? Are we really in this place? And when we first got married, we kept saying, did we really get married? Are we really here? It was just so wonderful when God does it. And when you wait on God, you got to wait on him. Wait on him. You can't just jump up and get what you want. You got to get what God has for you. And I thank God today, God has given me his best. And I want to shout out to LaWanda Peters. I know LaWanda. I didn't know that. And I was thinking about her last week, LaWanda, prophetess, woman of God. I love you. We got to talk. Amen. So I thank God for her. Our Apostle Peters and I grew up in the same hometown. Amen. Yes, I've ma'am. been I've been down there preached. You been in Dawson? I've been preached at her church. My God. We prayed for a lot of people that got married in her church. Amen. Yes, yes well, ma'am. Man, we need to pray for you leave here today. <laughs> Come can, on, Jesus. We gonna we gonna do it. Yes, we gonna ma'am. do it. Yes, ma'am. Oh, it's been a pleasure, Apostle Elsie. Thank you. It has been, been a pleasure. I pray my testimony has blessed somebody. Yes, ma'am. And God is no respect of person. Mm-mm. He'll Mm-mm. do it. Just just give it all to God. That's yes. what I just tell people. Just let go and let God. Amen. And wait on God. Don't be anxious. Yes, ma'am. Just wait on him. He'll do it. He'll do it. I'm a living witness. 68 years. Yes, I got saved when I was 26 years old. And today I'm 73. Looking good. Yes, feeling good. Looking good. And got good. a man of God, too. Amen. He's sharp, y'all. I'm telling Amen. you. Amen. And we are just excited about the things of God. Amen. Amen. It's been a pleasure. And I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want you to stay locked in, though, for another power hour of the best in praise and worship right here on Spiritual Situations on 102.6 The Situation. (laughs) 